Did you know that when you vote for president, you're actually not voting for your candidate? I'm Tom Harbin, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute with ACLU attorney Bill Newman. Sorry if this is unsettling news, but what's really happening is that you're voting for electors to the Electoral College who have pledged to vote for your candidate and will, presumably, if your candidate wins the popular vote. It's a winner-take-all system, usually statewide, although in Maine and Nebraska, each congressional district decides one electoral vote. But sometimes electors don't vote as they had promised to do. Indeed, in 2016, seven so-called faithless electors, five pledged to Trump and two to Clinton, jumped ship and voted for neither of those candidates, which didn't matter because the Electoral College vote wasn't that close. But in another year, a switch in a handful of electoral votes could actually decide who becomes president. In 2000, for example, the final Electoral College vote was 271 for Bush, 266 for Gore. Historical precedent supports the idea that electors indeed can change their mind and vote for whoever they please. That said, the Supreme Court, which previously has never decided this issue, has just taken a case from Washington state which raises it precisely. A decision is expected by June, way better to be sure than the case being before the court in November when the electoral outcome could hang in the balance. The Civil Liberties Minute is made possible by the ACLU because democracy and advocacy begin with you and freedom can't defend itself.